Courtney, you wanted to talk a little bit last time about the uh, the upstairs downstairs help kind of relationship oh, in just, the palace here. I right? think we can get into that more with Vanilla Ice. But okay, like it's All just right. it's fascinating to me, like that he has this whole bevy of stand users at his disposal, and some of them who are honestly like some of the more powerful ones, instead of sending them out on the road to attack the Stardust Crusaders, like, before they get to Cairo, he's like, no, you're going to stay with me. Yeah, well, what's one of the main things that the ones he keeps has in com- have in common? They're extremely gay. Yeah, and extremely <laughs> fucking hot. He wants to bang them. So he like keeps- Pet Shop. <laughs> no, Pet Shop has other, other, no. It's pretty obvious to me that Dio's main criteria for the men that he for keeps staff. Yeah. Yeah, are that he wants to fuck them and that they are, <laughs> they also want to fuck him. I mean, everyone wants to fuck Dio, but... Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer, a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm Darius Kazemi. I'm Courtney Stanton. And I'm Elizabeth Simmons. Today we're going to talk to you about... Gamers? Video games? <laughs> <laughs> so first, I want to just rectify a problem with an earlier episode of ours. What are you talking about? Our episodes are perfect. They're perfect. We forgot to mention Darby's namesake, but we have another Darby, so we get a second chance. Well, and this one in particular actually introduces himself as Terrence Darby. Yeah, and then the subtitles do not. (laughs) Right, yeah. The subtitles say Darby the Younger, but he is Terrence T. Darby or Terrence Trent Darby. Terrence Trent Darby is the musician who did the hit 80s song Wishing Well, which you might Mm. be familiar with. Never heard of it. (laughs) Oh, uh, really? Yeah. wishing well, kiss and tell. Oh, yeah. Also, fun fact, the backup singers on Wishing Well are also the singers who dubbed for Millie Vanilli. Okay. Yeah. So That I know about. Yeah. So. I remember that. Pop-up video. Yeah. Well, and I remember the Super Mario Brothers Super Show cartoon had an episode where Princess Peach went and saw a Millie Vanilli concert. That's right. That's yeah. a good segue back to video games. <laughs> yes, it is. That's that's very good work. yeah Thanks. nice. Nice. So Darby's look, Darby the younger, Terrence, uh Dio's butler. Yeah. His whole deal, first of all, is very diamond is unbreakable, which no one who has not seen that knows what that means, but it is. But he's yeah. covered in hearts. Like he's like, his stand has hearts all over it. Yeah, his his, his uniform, his Outfit, costume. I think it's a uniform. It's a uniform. (laughs) And as we're going to find out later, other stand users in this palace also have heart motifs. Yes. And Pet Shop has a giant heart on his helmet. So the thing is that obviously what happens is that when Dio hires his minions, his live-in minions, uh, he's like, you can have whatever kind of uniform you want, but it has to incorporate certain elements and that element is a heart. Yeah, it's like <laughs> heart motif time. It's like when brides tell their bridesmaids they're like, look, it can be whatever cut of dress, but it has to be teal. Or right. Whatever. Or it has to have lace. Yeah. Right. They like pick things. The unifying element. Yeah, and the unifying yeah. element in Dio's Mons is hearts. <laughs> Which is great. Yeah. It is great. It's it's what you want from a villain. Yeah. Honestly. Although I'm really shocked it's not roses, but I think even for her eye, that would be a little, <laughs> a little, over, a the little over the top. Yeah. Yeah. Are they paid? Or do they They're just paid get, in something? I'm like, is it just room and board? I mean, he can afford it, clearly. He's got his dragon horde. That's a good point. But is yeah, that but just do for they him? even want money? I yeah. feel like they don't. No, probably they don't not. Want money. I don't think any of these guys are, are flesh butted, though, right? No, I think they're just in it to win it. Yeah. yeah. They're just, they're. 
They're a different kind of flesh budded. <laughs> They're just flesh bugs. If you catch my drift. <laughs> well, and we learn a little bit about we get some like good flesh bud flashback. Yeah. Um, into Kakuin having his shameful memories of his, his maiden <laughs> head rupture. <laughs> <laughs> his one night stand with Dio. There's a lot going on here in terms of symbolism in, in the iconography, namely the bevy of roses that keep appearing all through like the like surrounding Kakuin and then when exploding. Yeah. And then the, <laughs> when it's yeah. But yeah, like, but that's that's Kakuin like thinking back to like why he wants to win against Darby. We haven't even talked about Darby and his powers. Well, you're about yeah. He's a butler. <laughs> He's a butler. I don't care about his powers, but I do care about how fucking cool he is. I didn't remember this episode at all, and this is one of the arcs that I've only watched once because I've watched like most of the beginning multiple times and then the the last little bit. But I love Darby the Younger. He's amazing. Like I wish that he was a main villain in another arc. <laughs> well, but his his whole personality is like really appealing to me. He right. gets so excited about stuff, but is also like horrifying, fucking cold, yeah. and will fuck you up. He's like a badass otaku, but he definitely wants to show you his figurines, and he definitely wants to play video games with you. Yeah, I love when he's like getting into his dolls. That I I literally was like, oh, I've played this dating game because there actually is a game where you, you play like a, a weirdo who collects ball joint dolls and then the ball joint dolls come to life and you can date them. That Video sounds games. like my hell. <laughs> dolls are terrifying and I do not like them. Yeah, I think dolls are terrifying Especially well. puppet-like dolls like these ones. Yeah. yeah. Like they call them dolls, but these look like puppets to me. They're yeah. great. And then one of them has a weird color paint job on it which I assume is courtesy of David Productions. Yeah, so one of the dolls is just Kira. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just the, At least in color scheme. Yeah. I mean, because the doll is in black and white in the original manga, yeah. which obviously came before part four, but it seems like David Productions colored it in to make it to make a little shout out there, perhaps. Yeah. Then there's definitely um, a little blonde doll with green and purple all over it. Yeah, and like the like he's not wearing a tie, but they color it so it looks like he is. Yeah. One thing that I do find interesting is so Darby, the younger's older brother, his stand made the poker chips. Like he turned souls into poker chips. Yeah. It wasn't like Darby, the gambler, sat around carving poker chips with little faces right. on them and then stuck the soul into them. Right. But right. That stand turned you into pizza dough and then yeah. turned pizza dough into, into poker chips. Exactly. But yeast. But, but so does this one also turn you into pizza? But it that's, doesn't. That's my thing. It's so like Terrence T. Darby. Is just really into crafting dolls. Do you think that they all have like a little poker chip inside them? That's what I'm wondering. I'm They're like, how does it? Mm. But it seems like it, it, it doesn't do that intermediate step. It just shoves the soul directly into the little doll. Right. And it's just weird to me that he has this craft life that is happening. And it's like he'd already Look, had. Why shouldn't a sub villain in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure have a rich inner life? I guess that's what he's doing when he's not butlering. Cause I imagine not very many people an- open that door since Pet Shop murders anyone who sees yeah. the mansion. He, he reminds me of like the house mom from Princess Jellyfish who, who has her doll collection. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's constantly buying things for them. Yeah. Cause he talks about how he like changes their clothes and stuff. I'm just like, this is very intense. Um, I do want to point out that, uh, he, when he pulls the gamer doll out, the, the like gamer dude that he beat with the oh, right. IQ of 190, oh, yeah. uh, it, he seems to have a PlayStation era controller rather than like a, a Famicom era controller, <laughs> which is a little weird, but like Darby's actual console is clearly Famicom. 
esque. Yeah. So yeah, I know the weird little like Miyamoto stand-in guy. So yeah, so Darby is like, hey, let's play a video game. Rather than the three of you just kicking my ass immediately, which would wrap this up way too fast. Right. Also, like, I like his assumption that like they wouldn't be super loyal to Kakyoin. Well, no, the I'm idea like, you don't know shit about these people. Well, no, the idea is that if he beats the two Joe Stars first, Kakyoin will fuck off. Oh, right, right. It's that he wouldn't be loyal to them, which, like, like, which is also wrong. It's like yeah. you don't know. You'd yeah. think that he would know about Kakyoin, given that he made a doll of him. I yeah. know. That's what's so weird to me is that he already has that Kakyoin doll ready to go, and I'm like, so what the fuck are you gonna do with the Joe Stars? Well, or does he have those ready too? Well, and so and his whole bargaining chip at this point is that when he does that weird non bet with Jotaro at the beginning. Where he's like, you'll punch me with your left. He uh, <laughs> the most uh, non-tense. I mean, bet it, in I mean, history. It's, well, and it's clear. I mean, it, it is established that it's a feint so that he can put his hand on Jotaro's arm, and that's his like. <laughs> uh, it reminds me of. <laughs> We all have to do crazy things I know. in order to let Jotaro put our hand on his yeah. own. Yeah, well, exactly. and the Darby strikes me as a very part four type stand. He has this yes. high concept stand. He's got kind of a part four. You know, his stand is more robotic, which the stands in part four right. look more like robots. Hearts. Uh, there's hearts, which is also very part four. And uh, and then just the coloring of the sort of virtual island that they're on is also super part four. But also yeah, yellow water in a pink sky. But also how the hand thing works reminds me not... Not of the hand, ironically, but of the lock stand from part yeah. four. Because it's like one of the it just, lesser stand. Yeah, it just like latches onto you and you can't do certain things because of you, it, right. of it being latched. I have to say, it, yeah, and it's attached to your soul instead of yeah. to like any other part of you. Yeah. Although the Jojo way, keeps his soul in his arm. Obviously. I mean <laughs> He wears his heart on his sleeve. Uh I Aww. like I like the way that they draw it, and when I say I like, I mean I it's terrifying that it's just like Jotaro's skin and then somehow embedded underneath it is a hand. I mean, look, more fucked up Jojo hand stuff, right? Yeah, I guess. Araki has feelings about hands. Yes, he does. Also, Uh, briefly, I want to talk about how cool the animation style of the dolls is oh yeah, yeah. when they're like i know we're jumping around but like when they're twisting in their little and like it's kind of they get like cabinet. a little bit swollen and then like like they blow up a little bit and then yeah it's like when they do marionettes in video games where they like separately animate every joint and then you sort of make them bigger and smaller yeah it's really um disturbing it, it's creepy yeah, yeah. it is uh, I I like I really like the animation style, and I think that it, it's like that is the part that makes Darby the younger actually scary is like the consequences of what interacting with yeah. him are because he as a but person. But he's also, I mean, he I find him to be a scary character archetype because like I think that anybody who's like really excited and chill seeming, but then also will absolutely fucking murder you like the second you do something wrong is like I don't know, I'm into it. Yeah, like a sore loser, like just a very and he's just very like affable. <laughs> but I just love like how like twinkly his eyes are about everything. Yeah. <laughs> like he's so he's like really adorable, but also terrifying. Yeah. Anyway, and so I'm just really into him. I was like super I did not remember this at all. And I was just like, wow, yeah. I love this character. Can we talk about F Mega? Yeah, bit. I was gonna say. So Please. they finally start playing a video game. Yeah. Uh and he he Kakuin picks F Mega, the you know, renowned classic racing game. Right. Definitely F-Zero. not a reference to <laughs> F Zero. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, and then of course we have. To, I just want to note that Hermit Purple develops another power, which is the ability to I, what map an entire circuit. Yeah, board. to read circuit boards and cross-reference them to the manufacturer's Specs, design. Yeah, what to can't make sure Hermit Purple do? <laughs> hasn't, been, hasn't been tampered with. And I'm like, how the Hermit fuck Purple? Would you know? Hermit Purple has 
is truly the most powerful stand. Absolutely, because it does whatever Joseph wants it to do. Anyone who says that it isn't the most powerful stand is a fucking idiot. Yeah. And like, and, and just you, anyone who says that Hermit Purple is not the best stand or like, you know, one of the best stands, definitely the best stand in Stardust Crusaders is about, is, would absolutely lose in a fight to Hermit Purple. So Iraqi yeah. would lose in a fight to Hermit Purple. No, Iraqi definitely thinks that it's the most powerful stand. He's but just trolling everyone. When he, when he, when he goes on record about, he is. Yeah, right, Star Platinum. It's, that's Come like on. when Sayo Yamamoto said she doesn't watch anime. Right, yeah. It's yeah. like, shut up. It's like, I, I'm avoiding the conversation. Yeah, yeah, it's like, I don't want to answer this question. Right, I'll just give you the most basic answer. Yeah, I can. the first one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I like I let myself forget that Sayo Yamamoto claims that she doesn't watch anime just so I can remember it and be delighted all She's over again. She's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> like, of course. So, but while they're fighting in the video game, which also, by the way, I wish this video game existed just so I could watch people freak out about it because it seems bonkers. Uh, it's but, very high resolution, not just not necessarily in terms of graphics, but like controls and physics. Yeah, you can do. This is like such a video game in one of these books that like n- where no one's ever played a video game before, and it's like talks about all these things you can do, and it's like you could never do that. And yet, at the game. same time, Araki seems to have a lot yes. of grounding in what you can actually do in video yes. games, like the you know start pressing start buttons dash. to start yeah. dash. And then, like the um, the fact that they have separate monitors for the game means that they can actually fake each other out, as opposed to like a split screen, right. shared screen. Yeah, so it's it's just wild, which is fine because it's JoJo. But while they're playing, Hakuin does this great flashback, so we get to see his one night stand with Dio. I mean, I think it's less of a one night stand and more of like an induction into a sex cult. Yeah, that's fair, <laughs> honestly. But yeah, so Kakuin, when he met Dio and got like overwhelmed and terrified, and like like, like the first time anyone tries he's anal so sex, s- he's so scared, and then he's all of a sudden calm and relieved and ready for Dio. Yeah, ready for Dio's flesh butt to enter him. But yeah. but also like the roses everywhere. Yeah, so he's standing right. there, and there's like you know dead women all over the the <laughs> yeah. the the room. The, the Dio and aesthetic. Then there's, and then yeah. there's like, but it's it's almost for a second I thought it was like a um like a Holly's stand type thing because they're all, covered in, rose they're all vines. covered in rose vines. It's just yeah. Where aesthetic. did the rose vines come from? BT does. I think Is it came like, from Kakuin's mind. Like that's the thing. It's like it just starts right, right, surrounding right. Course, the screen. But I mean, in terms of like. So so the whole idea, so the whole like conceit of this flashback is that it's like all metaphorical and then not yeah. actually, right? Okay, yeah. that's so fine. Sh- Unreliable we, narrator. Should we explain what roses signify? Yeah, I mean, please start. Okay, so, so the word, so if you maybe, as a listener of this podcast, maybe you already know uh, that the word bara is used to refer to like sort of like muscly Super, type. super manly man, uh, gay. yeah. Uh, bears manga yeah um i think the closest thing yeah i think the closest thing we have in in like american english is like bears yeah but it's more like yeah it's like very muscle yeah it's super it's basically the like early jojo's aesthetic of porn yeah but like and we're not like no like doing or reading like it is that's that's what it is um i mean jojo's is has a bar aesthetic yes say that or and, early jojos and so yeah so if you can imagine like a bunch of dudes who look like jonathan Joestar or a little beefier than him like that's and like really hairy Basically, like like golden kemoy is like bara 
it is. Yeah, no, I know. I'm just laughing. <laughs> and the author, you have you like read the stuff that like the the mangaka of Golden Kamoy says? No. Someone asked him like what his favorite scene to draw was, and he was like, Oh, this fight between these two characters. Like I totally had a boner the whole time I was drawing. Uh, it. <laughs> so that's one meaning of the word bar, but the other meaning is rose. Right. And so the two have been conflated as like sort of slang in in visual media. Because there used to be like us I was just reading about this on Wikipedia because there used to be um like a couple of gay magazines with the word rose like incorporated into the title so like it kind of was this mix of like organic and people doing it on purpose. yeah so sometimes if you're watching a scene between two men in anime and there's just a shit ton of, of like roses and like red roses or pink roses around that's actually trying to tell you something yeah and red is the most sexual rose color Right. And so this thing with Kakuin where he's like surrounded by roses and then Dio comes up behind him and then Kakuin like experiences relief and gives in and then and like then all the, the rose petals. Explode. Yeah. He gasps and then yeah. the roses, yeah. the rose petals fly up into yeah, the I air. Yeah. I mean, this is a sex scene. Yeah. We did like this. It is a sex scene. And, and Fade like, to black. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, and then we were joking earlier. It's like, and then a train went into a tunnel and then yeah. there and was. And then a, a rocket blasted <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah. It's like all these. Oil like, well spurts oil. It's like, it's, it's that kind of visual metaphor that yeah. it's conveying. And so just in case you didn't pick up on that that's what that yeah, is yeah and like with like the flesh bud approaching <laughs> yeah through the petals yeah it's i mean it's th- again yeah and so it, but it's like in it, they're using metaphors Kakuin has regrets he does he says it's humiliating and that Jot- jotaro saved him so basically i think bottoming for dio was like a little too tough for him and it was, he did not enjoy it yeah he was not ready it feels very real to me <laughs> <laughs> well he wants to be someone's one and only yeah and you obviously know. dio is not dio is not monogamous but i mean i could see like except for jonathan <laughs> <laughs> i mean i could see like getting like seduced by just how hot dio is which like, is what happens yes. yeah how hot and powerful and beautiful and strong and yeah deep. i mean some, <laughs> yeah some yeah sometimes you fall for someone who's not right for you just because they're so hot and yeah. sex is good but the rest of it's bad yeah and i yeah. think that that was kakuin and dio yeah sorry kakuin yeah but sorry yeah you went through this but at least you got to fuck dio <laughs> on the other well, hand well also you wouldn't have met jotaro otherwise True. yeah so you know but yeah his whole like i curse myself for giving in to him like yeah. i had to write that down because that was a good good line but yeah and so but we discover through this episode that kakuin is a very intense gamer and i just want to go on the record as saying that makes him way less cool for me because <laughs> like, <laughs> it's one thing to be an academic nerd it's another thing to have memorized the timing of an entire course in a racing game i mean i've definitely done that with some things well i'm sorry but you're not that cool <laughs> I think that most wow. people, most kids who grew up at a certain time, like at least. I mean, I will say Kakuin is like, what, 17? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think it's okay to be like 17 and have like a bunch of games memorized. Go play outside Kakuin. Well. <laughs> he's on a trip through the desert. That's true. It's, he's, he's definitely playing outside. He's getting He gets experience. to have indoor co- hobbies too. Yeah, okay. he can paint. <laughs> yeah, Kakuin is very well rounded. Yeah, I wish he would like. Bust he's out definitely some not like a Reddit gamer. Yeah. He's just a person yeah. who he's he's got lots of yeah. interests. Video games are one of them. All right, fine. I just I don't know. You know those those dudes who are like I've never been to a museum or seen a movie, and all my references are yeah. But he's clearly games. not one of those because he knows all about Acorn. That's Barnacle. true. Exactly. <laughs> that's true. Okay, I'll ease off a little. I still think it, he's not that cool. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's the first part of this episode. Those are all my notes. Right, that's pretty much. Because it ends with them like on a cliffhanger, a video game cliffhanger. Right. Who's going to make it dun. through the tunnel or I something? Most of my know. notes are just what can't Hermit Purple do? I know. And 
I love Darby the Younger. He rules and he's amazing. <laughs> he's so funny. He like never shuts up. Yeah. He's definitely like, he's like by far the chattiest villain that they've been around. And like, yeah. I think chatty villains are also. They're hilarious. great. Well, yeah. he's also like a change up because he's like, here's my stand. Yeah. Here's what it does. He's like, I just want to share and <laughs> yeah. then kill you. Right. Yeah. This is going to be great. Well, like, even Joseph is like, this is, this is, <laughs> this is, it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Random note. Oh, there's oh, yeah. no OC in this, uh, yeah, this it's, episode. It's, it's shocking that like, at some point, the Stardust Crusaders team was like, oh, shit, we have to wrap it up. <laughs> we only have like 300 episodes left in this 9 billion episode arc. Yeah, I mean, I will say that the in the manga, the Darby the Gamer arc lasts well over 10 chapters. The part where Darby is explaining his dolls and showing them off and talking about them was apparently an entire issue. <laughs> right, which is why it's like three whole minutes of this episode. I love the idea of Araki just being like, you know what I fucking want to do right now? I want to write about dolls, bitch. Like, you guys think you're getting like some manly man ma manga? Like, fuck you. No. Dolls. Doll time. <laughs> yeah. It just, and so that's why it just kills me. I try to imagine what it would have been like buying this weekly and just being like, really? Dolls this week? <laughs> <laughs> I would have been super psyched. I would have been like, well, I mean, I, I feel like if you're like already signed on for JoJo's Bizarre I Adventure, know, yeah. you're probably like, what's going to happen? But I, I guess you probably would not expect dolls this, yeah, this early on. Just a, a, a villain showing off lovingly all his handcrafted and soul-possessed dolls <laughs> while they like weep and beg for his attention. That's wanna, actually the part that really gets to I me. I want to see like, I, I want like a slice of life anime <laughs> about Darby the Younger making all his dolls, trying to become the best doll maker, uh -huh. doing his best, like finding the power of gay love to help him. Yeah. You know, yeah, you know, a shonen yeah. anime about doll making. Right. Yeah, with Darby as I want it to be a a, a sports anime. Oh, okay. Like yeah. about about doll, about doll making. making. Yeah. yeah okay. and, oh, yeah, like competitive. Yeah, doll making exactly. Yeah. And so, and but like Darby is exactly the same character. Right. There's and no, uh, <laughs> but we get to see him like use a sewing machine. Yes. Yes. This was, <laughs> I want to see him change the outfits and stuff. Yeah. He talks about it, but he doesn't do it. And I really think that that's a missed opportunity. Yeah. I'm with you, Elis. I think that he should be like the mastermind for another anime. So I, that he has more room. Yeah, you know what they could do? Replace the villain from part five. Yes. With Darby. I 100% <laughs> am on board with that. It could be Darby and like his favorite doll. And or, that like, be the team or like the Darby brothers, because then you yeah. get the pair. There you go. That's true. Weird yeah. incest vibes I fixed because it. it's in part five. I fixed yeah, I think it. we've already fixed part five. Good. Great. Great. <laughs> Excellent. Any other closing thoughts about this episode? Nah. Nope. Kakumin is gay. Kakumin's pretty gay. Yeah. All right. Well, tune in next time for Oh, That's a Baseball. Yes. Hell yeah. JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Ora Ora, Oregon. Our music is The Freakout Experiment by Tobias Weber. You can follow us on Twitter at ExplainJojo or find us on the web at ExplainJojo.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so please go to iTunes and leave us the kind of review that Darby would leave for his doll collection. 